was a wonderful time of worship. Amen. Because God is in the house and God is ready to do an amazing work today. Are you ready to receive what God has in store for us today, church? I'm excited. You know, it's been a while since we've been able to preach to a congregation in Maranatha Hall as well as our family online and it's such a privilege. Wow, I'm excited. And you know, today God gave me a word that's just burning in my heart. It's just burning in my heart and I believe that God is about to unleash an amazing, amazing, amazing anointing upon all our hearts today. January 2022. Are you like me? You enjoy uh, making goals. Or rather, even if you don't enjoy it, you do. You make goals every year. How many of you are like this? You make goals. If you're in the house, lift up your hand. And if you're online, just type out, say, I make goals. How many make goals for the year? Anyone in the house? Yeah, I see some hands raised up. And you know, I don't know if you're like me. In the year 2020, I made goals too, like every, every other year. And we all know what happened. Many of our goals, we had to put it aside because God had other plans, not just for our nation, not just for our lives, but for the world. In 2021, I thought, okay, I'll make fresh goals, I'll make new goals. And once again, many of these goals, while they could, they could be achieved, it did not, I could not achieve a lot of the other bigger ones. I was eager and hoping that we could go on a missions trip. I was eager and hoping that we could, you know, do a little bit more even in local missions. But the plans that we had was a lot different. And for me, on a personal note, I started the year with full of hope and excitement. And as I ended the year, it was an unexpected ending in November and December. What happened? I ended the year not with one, but with two eye surgeries. Totally blew my mind, unexpected. And I was just like, wow, what a year it has been. And it was because of during that downtime of being not unable to drive, unable to do as much as I wanted to do, I started seeking the Lord. In fact, even before then, because it was a little bit of a tricky surgery and I was worried. What if I go blind? <laughs> you know, it was a, re a, a, real, a real struggle. And so I was waiting on God. I was fasting and praying, Lord, you know, I, I need my eyesight. I need to be able to see. And today I stand before you. Why? Because I can see. Hallelujah. <laughs> You know, I still have got some stitches in my eye that have not yet been removed. But you know what? When God is on the move, I want to be a part of the movement with everything that I have. You know, and so the same with you. I believe that God wants us to be a church on the move this year. The theme, breathe. It is not a passive theme, but we have to breathe because God is getting us ready for something that will blow our minds, so we need the presence of the Lord in all our hearts. We need to breathe in the presence so we can run, we can go, and we can do all that God wants us to do. Are you ready for the word today, church? Let's pray, let's pray. Hallelujah, praise you, Jesus. 
Father, we thank you, Lord, for a beautiful time where your presence came down during worship, O oh God. And Lord, we continue, O oh God, to ask for your presence to come and fill our hearts, fill this hall ready and prepare our hearts from the hall here and even to the online family, Lord, saturate every room, saturate every place. For God, we yearn for more. We yearn for a fresh wind of anointing to come and touch us all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Today, I want to read to you from a passage of scripture that we have heard before. But today, I believe the Lord is going to bring freshness into this. You can see it on your screen at home and right here in the hall. Will you do this with me? Will you read out loud in unison? One family, one Glad Tidings family, in person and online, join me and read aloud. Isaiah 54 verses 2 to 3. Come on, read with me. Enlarge the place of your tent and let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread abroad to the right and to the left. And your offspring will possess the nations and will people the desolate cities. May the Lord add blessings to His powerful, amazing Word. Isaiah 54 is what scholars call a love story, a love song that was written for the people of Israel that were in exile. They had gone through so much of disobedience. They were living in exile and they thought all hope was gone. They were a desolate bride. They were a bride that felt very hopeless. They were a bride that had no idea what lied ahead. In Isaiah 53, it's a powerful, a powerful passage on the suffering servant prophesying about Jesus Christ. But just after that comes this powerful passage, a love story to bring hope to a bride that felt she had no more hope. To bring hope of a far better future than she could ever imagine. It was a prophetic message for them then. And today, church, this is the prophetic message for Glad Tidings PJ. This is a prophetic message for a kingdom advancing church. Can I hear an amen? Can you type out an amen if you're ready to be a kingdom advancing church? Come on, amen, church. Yeah, we have to be a kingdom advancing church. Now, in this passage, Isaiah uses the analogy of a tent. Now, for those who are in person and for those online, have you gone camping out in the wilderness before? Can I see a show of hands? Those who have gone camping before and even online, just say, yes, I've gone. Yes, I've gone. Have you gone camping? I see some hands raised up. I follow those on Facebook who go camping and I see how they set it up. But you know what the tents that Isaiah is talking about are not the modern tents that, that we are used to and we are familiar. These are the tents where the ancient Near East used to use. Maybe even Abraham used the similar tents. And it is a tent that, tent that is also used by the tribes of the Bedouin tribes that are nomadic 
even in the deserts of the Middle East. So these tents, it is what you call a, the simplest and most primitive, earliest form of human habitation. Before the brick and mortar came in, we had tents. The tents, all you need is sticks. You need some hide. You need some hide from the animal hide, animal skin, which has been, you know, washed and treated. And that's all they needed. And they made tents of habitation. And so Isaiah was talking about these kind of tents. So we're going to break it down because there is something for us to recognize when we understand how these tents were built. Now these tents and the communities then lived in, in a whole community. So for example, if a family had just say three sons, and each of these sons as they came of age, they took a wife each, they do not go and make another tent and live another place. That's not what they do right there in the community. Instead, the existing tent, the family tent, it is enlarged, it is extended so that the son, each son can bring in his new wife. And as children and grandchildren come in, this same tent is further used to, is further extended and enlarged. It is very rare for a new tent to be built for a young couple unless very rarely they are relocating to an entirely different place. But other than that, the family stays under one tent. The family remains intact as the family grows. The family stays together. How do they enlarge the tent? Do they call a contractor that we do nowadays? We call contractor, please come, you know. <laughs> and some of us are maybe busy with, you know, Chinese New Year renovations and contractors are in and out. Is that what they did? No, it is in their culture to always be having goat skins ready. Alright, can we have a the, the first photograph? The first photograph of what? A, a picture of what these tents look like. So these are all tents which are which are made from uh, goat skin and they have poles that are used to secure it down. And now you see this tent is completely covered. All the side coverings are all down, right? The side, the side areas are what we call curtains. These are the curtains of the tent. So these side curtains are down. So what happens is when it's time to enlarge, they will just take up the side curtains, they will make it, they will stretch it out to become a new roof and then add on another piece whenever it's required for a side curtain if necessary. And so they do that on all sides. And that is how a tent is enlarged. That is how they add on space to a tent. So now we come back to the passage that we just read in Isaiah. Isaiah was bringing hope to the people who were displaced from their nation, who were brought to a completely different nation and they never knew if there was even a chance to go home. 
And yet the word of the Lord comes to encourage them. In Isaiah 54 verse 2, A, it says, Enlarge the place of your tent and let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out. Stretched out. Now this verse in the past, I, will say, I used to read it very quickly and think, Enlarge your tent, enlarge your tent. But as I was meditating upon these scriptures, I realized it says, enlarge the place of your tent. Enlarge the place of your tent. So if your tent covered an area of, say, 20 feet by 40 feet, when we talk about enlarging the place, it is enlarging the ground, the territory on which your tent sits on. So from 20 by 40, if you enlarge the curtains on this side, stretch out the curtains on this side, stretch out the curtains on the other side, stretch out the curtains from the front and the back, from 20 by 40, you can easily go to 40, to 40 by 60. And you can keep on adding to go to from 60 to 80. And that is how the enlarging begins. So when Isaiah is telling the people of Israel, they got it. When he says, enlarge the place of your tent, it means grow beyond your current boundaries. Type it out in the chat group if you're at home. Write it down in your notes. Grow beyond. It is time to grow beyond. This is a season where we say no to stagnation and we say yes, it's time to grow beyond our boundaries of yesterday. It is time to say, Lord, I am ready. I want the enlarging to happen. And it's not just for our lives personally. This is a corporate message. This is a corporate message because we are living in the last days, church. In 2020 and even 2021, whenever we do courses on the last days, full house, everyone wants to know, are we in the last days? And you all found out the answer is yes. We are living in the last days. And in the last days, church, the kingdom of God must advance rapidly. The kingdom must advance rapidly because the lost need Jesus. The broken need Jesus. We need to take new ground in our lives. And as a church, we can all take new ground and grow together. Make room for growth. Say with me in the hall, make room for growth. Oh, come on, you can do better than that. Online, type it out, make room for growth. Right here in the church, say it with me again, make room. That's right, we need to make room. We need to make room. Now we talk about the curtains being stretched out. Let's have the second photograph here. Now this second photo shows the front curtains. The front curtains that have been rolled up. And normally that's what happens. You roll up the curtain when you want to, you know, go outside or things like that. But you see here, the side curtains are still down. In terms of the curtains, let me tell you something. In the winter months, in the months of cold winter, all the curtains of the tent must come down to keep the heat inside and to keep the cold wind outside. So all the tent curtains 
must be down so that it is a warm place. It is a place where they can be safe. But then now, when do they bring up the curtains? In the summer months. When it's summer, when it's hot, it is, they need to open up the curtains so that the air can start flowing freely. In the summer months, the curtains are raised so that fresh wind can come into the tent. Church, it's no longer winter. Perhaps the last two years may have seemed like a winter time. Winter time always seems to be a season of barrenness. When you travel and you see in the four season countries, during the winter time, except for the pine trees and the evergreens, most trees shed their leaves. There's not much fruit going on because in winter, our roots grow deeper. But now, when the Lord is saying, it's time to stretch out the curtains, He's declaring, I believe for this church and for our nation even, it's summertime. It's summertime. The winter, the barrenness of yesterday's winter is gone, church. Today, I believe the Lord is speaking forth a season of productivity, a season of fruitfulness because summer is here. Come on, let's give God, God an amen. Summer is here. We need to receive and say, Lord, I want to be fruitful again. You know, sometimes we, we were just talking behind stage just now. We were just saying that, you know, it's been, it's been so long since we've seen some of our friends face to face. And the clearest indication of time is when we see children who used to be like this high, suddenly they're towering over the parents. You know, and then suddenly we are finding out, oh, my son is standard one. What? He was just a child. And so we realize that, wow, time has passed by so quickly and so much has happened. The world sometimes tells us, these are lost years. These are wasted years. But I want to correct that mindset. It is not wasted years. It is years where the Lord has been pouring and has been doing a deeper work in us to prepare us for today's season of summer. Today's season of summer that begins today, that breathes anointing, is so that God is going to breathe life to all the barrenness. He's going to breathe life into every area that you thought was dead grow beyond. And after this powerful encouragement, there's a small passage, there's a small, a few words, a phrase which says, do not hold back. Isaiah 54 verse 2b. Do not hold back. Kill excuses. The last two years may have been hard and I'm not diminishing it. And it's easy for us to say, yeah, but then you know, ah, uh, you know, and then it's easy to give ourselves excuses on why we don't want to stretch. Because we say like, what if, may I suggest this to all of us here this morning, let's kill the excuses and say, I am ready, Lord. I am ready to stretch. We must never allow the fear of past experiences 
to stop us from moving forward. We must not allow the fear of uncertainty and unexpected things to stop us from listening to what God is moving us towards in our family lives, our households, our ministries and the kingdom. We must not allow complacency to tell us, let the rest do it and I will watch and see. It's time for us as a church, we are a family. The family enlarges the tent together. All of us, we need to say we are ready to be part and parcel of God's kingdom workers, end time workers. This is the time. When God speaks growth and expansion, we have to say, God, I am willing, I am ready, I am raring to go. Come on, type out in the chat group, all those online and say, kill excuses. Let's ask God to kill all our excuses. In Isaiah 54 verse 2b, it goes on to tell us about lengthening the cords and strengthening stakes. You see, when you start stretching the curtains, you need longer cords to hold it together from the top all the way through the new area. And these longer cords are holding greater weight of the curtain, greater weight of the tent. And so that's why the scripture says something which all those who go camping knows, you need to have deeper stakes the bigger your tent is. The bigger you are envisioning your growth to happen, you need to dig deeper. The stakes have to go in far deeper than what it used to be before the enlarging. What does it mean for us spiritually? We need God to breathe a fresh anointing so that the Word of God becomes our lamp and light unto our feet. We must always say, God, I want more. I want more. We must not settle for five minutes devotion. We must say, Lord, I want to grow in your word. I want to grow in soaking in your presence. I want to declare every day, Lord, I have come for you. I've come for your anointing. I have come to receive. I've come to receive the fresh wind and breath of God. You see, church, if we stretch, without deepening our stakes, the tent will be in danger of collapsing under the weight of the growth. And sometimes we get burnt out, we get tired out. Maybe perhaps we need to just start digging deeper as well. As a family, as individuals, we are of church, the family of God. We need to dig deeper into the presence of the Lord. We need to say, God, yesterday's anointing is not enough. Yesterday's walk with God is not enough. What is God speaking to you this, this morning? How is your walk with the Lord? How, how are you in the quiet moments of your room? When no eyes are on you, when, when it's just between you and the Lord, is it an awkward time? You don't know what to say. You don't know how to enter the presence of the Lord. I want to encourage you all that this be the year where you just say, Lord, I want more of you. 
I want to come every day, not just on Sundays, but I want to come every single day and sit in your presence and receive your word. I want more. I want more. Our faith to enlarge must be rooted in, the, in digging into the word and the presence of the Lord. The way forward is always to dig deeper. Are you ready to dig deeper, church, this year? Is that one of the goals that you have set today for this year? Carving out specific time that no one can intrude. And it's just you and the Lord. If you have not yet started your Bible reading plan, do it. Not just as something to tick off, but do it. Journal. Talk to Jesus. You'll be amazed because God is waiting. Waiting to lay down His plans, to reveal all that He has in store for you, your family, your ministry, and this church. Type out in the chat group, dig deeper. Dig deeper. Write that down, dig deeper. Make that a goal. Make that a purpose for this year. I want to dig deeper as an individual, as a family. If you have not yet started your family altars, now is the time to say, yes, as a family, we want to dig deeper into God's presence, dig deeper into the Word of God as a household. It's time, church. In Isaiah 54, verse 3, this is the part we all like to read. We all like to read this part because it says, these are all the blessings that will come. For you will spread out Abroad to the right and to the left And your offspring will possess the nations And will people the desolate cities Wow! This is the focus forward We always like to say Yes, I want to focus on the goal But even as we know God has got great things for us in store We must not forget The stretching We must not forget that the enlarging Requires effort our partnership in this entire promise. You know, when a child sometimes comes to you, you know, in their teenagers, they will say, oh God, this pain, that pain. And what will parents say? Growing pains. Right? Growing pains. There are growing pains. Some of you have a goal this year to lose weight. And so, all the gyms are populated. You know, everybody is taking up membership in the gyms And then now when they do a little bit of stretching What happens? Here pain, there pain Does that mean you stop? No Stretching can be uncomfortable It will require more of us But don't give up Because of the pains and the growing pains Because here, the Lord says you will spread out The Hebrew word here for spread out actually means Burst Burst out It is not a gentle trickle out There will be a bursting forth Of His presence A bursting forth of growth A bursting forth of enlarging And that is the prophetic word That God has for us As we say Yes Lord We are ready And we want more Israel was a nation that was displaced from her homeland when these verses were given to her. And in the displacing, 
the Lord promised not just restoring of the previous land, but also a possessing of more. Not just what you lost in the pandemic, no, but more. Possessing, not just getting back your nation, but possessing the nations. And whatever that is desolate in your life, whatever that is barren in your life, when the Lord says you will people them, He means that there will be life returning to that which seems desolate and dead church. This is the time where the Lord is saying, He is going to move. And we need to keep our focus, not just today, not just in January, but throughout this year, the Lord is going to be breathing in fresh wind. The fresh wind comes in when you say, I'm ready to stretch my curtains wide open, believing it's summertime. How far will you stretch? Will you roll up the curtains halfway and say, just in case lah? Or will you say, I'm going to roll up my curtains and stretch it all the way because I'm ready for a full measure of God's anointing. I'm ready to stretch. Church, don't settle for enough when God has enlargement in store for you. Let me say this again. Don't settle for enough because God has enlargement for us in our households, our families, our careers, and in the kingdom of God, which has to enlarge in these last days. Don't settle and don't stop. Don't hold back whatever God is asking of you this morning. It's time. We're just going to take time right now. I've asked the worship team to come up earlier. Because it's time to soak in the presence and make a dedication of our hearts and our lives. Whether you're in the hall or back online, in per- whether, wherever you are, I want to encourage you, make an altar right where you are. Make an altar between you and the Lord in person and at home. The worship team will minister quietly in this song. You don't have to sing along, just Make this a dedication song. Can we do that? Because if you are ready, if you are ready to say, Lord, I want to be part of this enlargement. And you ask God, I need you to breathe that fresh wind on me. Make this your prayer. Let's go worship team. All it takes is one more.
I make this a prayer, a prayer of surrender. Say, Lord, come. We live for Jesus. Let's just close our eyes. Make that altar before the Lord. Come and move upon this Let's be desperate, be desperate for the Lord We desire, oh, we desire Lord
speak the presence and the breath of life into situations of your life. If there's a healing that you need God to breathe into, if there is a financial situation, if there's a career situation, if if the Lord is challenging you for ministry, and all this while you have said, not time yet, not time yet, but today the Lord is saying, it is time! That spirit of enlargement, that spirit of of breakthrough is upon us today, church. Lift up your hands. Breathe in the presence of the Lord. Breathe in the assurance that God hears you. Just bring in the spirit right now. Just bring in the spirit. For those online, bring in the spirit too. thank you we thank you sweet spirit for your presence is here for your word oh God we receive it and Lord we want to grow we want to go deeper in you this year we are ready to be enlarged and extended oh God we are ready oh God have your way have your way and Lord I speak oh God to those who need healing Lord I speak that supernatural and divine touch of healing to come upon all those in the hall and those joining us online in person and online Lord we speak for divine healing we speak for the breakthrough we speak for miracles to be rolled out as we stretch our curtains let the fresh wind of anointing Come upon us all. Yes. We thank you and we receive it, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yes, let's give God a clap offering. Let's give God the glory. Because God is on the move. We are advancing God's kingdom in partnership. Thank you so much, Glad Tidings. In person and online, God bless you. Have a marvelous week ahead.